This is Not the Cat. I'm Naomi Gingold. I'm Jackie Ann Yang. Okay, Jackie. So in early 2021, hello. I hey. got a phone call from Yangon, the biggest city in Myanmar. It was five days after the military had overthrown the government, and a musician was calling to tell me that just seconds before, the military had shut off the internet. And as we were talking, I realized that right before the internet went down, I had been sent videos of these really large street protests starting in Yangon, the very first one since the coup. Like, he actually didn't even know that they had started. And as news began to spread, it seems like everyone across Myanmar, everyone around the world who paid attention to Myanmar, all kind of like was holding their breath. Because no one knew if the military would start shooting. Yeah. I mean, next to North Korea, Myanmar was basically this poster child for terrible, isolated dictatorship for decades. And I remember in previous protests, the military had killed tons of citizens. But I think around 10 years ago, the military started reforming, opened up the country. Yeah. And the Democracy Party was elected. I mean, far from perfect, but... Yes. Understatement. <laughs> but in 2020, there was the third democratic election in a row that the military seemed completely okay with till the February 2021 coup. And people organized this huge civil disobedience movement. I I've never seen anything like that in the world. They shut down the banking system in protest, the entire medical system, transportation, trade. And only then did people go out onto the streets. I remember seeing these photos of people like dressed in costumes, holding funny signs, making fun of the military, but seemed like a peaceful protest. Yeah, it was. And I mean, like, at first the military didn't shoot. Actually, Jackie, here's a video filmed at protests in central Yangon in February 2021. Okay, I see a few people singing into megaphones to a very large crowd. Tens of thousands, we think, in central Yangon. And... In the middle there is the rock star Raymond. He's with a few other musicians, including members of his band. Oh, wow. And what are they singing? So it's actually a song by Myanmar's biggest rock icon. And it is about doing what you believe in, even if it means sacrificing yourself. Not long after this video was taken, the military got really violent. You know, started killing people, torturing people. And actually, three months later, Raymond, the beloved young rock star in this video, he was dead. You know, it has now been a little over a year since the coup. And in that time, the country has basically imploded it is hard to wrap your head fully around the destruction in just one year. So today, to bring you a little bit closer to what's been happening, I am going to tell you 
about Raymond. I think his story encapsulates a lot of what has happened in Myanmar since the coup. And on top of that, he was just this really talented artist with a lot of potential to grow. All right. Heavy. But I'm here for this. Just one thing, though, before we jump in. So I interviewed several people after Raymond died. But because the crackdown is now so violent and the military is just lashing out, for everyone's safety, I'm not going to be using any of the audio. I mean, just as an example, the morning I was supposed to talk to one of Raymond's friends, a bomb exploded in front of his house. And the military was going to be swarming the neighborhood, looking for somebody to blame. And he had to flee. Oh, wow. As one person I spoke to put it, they arrest first and ask questions later. That just, that just made it very real for me. Yeah. Okay, so I actually first heard of Raymond through the hip-hop scene because although Raymond was the lead singer and writer for the rock band Idiots, in some ways you could say he got his first big start in hip-hop. Okay, hip-hop. Yes, Okay, so the story goes like this. Raymond's mom was a famous singer in the 80s, but by the time he was a teenager, his parents had divorced and his mom was singing backup on things like TV commercials. And Raymond used to go to the studio and help out by recording Harmony. And one day, he met this up-and-coming hip-hop artist named Jamie. Now, a few years ago, and I make that point for safety— A few years ago, Jamie told me the story of meeting Raymond. Now, look, I am not as expressive as Jamie. (laughs) So just imagine that I have like, I don't know, I'm like way cooler than I am. (laughs) Wait, wait, are you actually doing an impression? No, I'm not. Okay, thank God. Spare the audience, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what Jamie told me was that at the time, Raymond was this small kid, wiry frame, and when he held a guitar, it looked like it was almost too big for him. But when he sang Jackie, Jamie said his jaw dropped. something I heard from a number of people in the music world. You just didn't meet talent like that every day. So they jammed together, and Jamie asked if he would sing on his next album. Okay, so shortly after, Raymond put together his own band, Idiots. And they started doing small shows, but like most young bands, they struggled. Friends say, though, that Raymond always joked around about the good and the bad. Electricity off at a concert, what can you do? His motto was, live happy. Focus on what you can create. In 2011, Idiots released an album that connected with people across Myanmar, in cities, in the countryside, and Raymond became a superstar. And even people who didn't listen to their music respected Raymond as a writer, artist, and just genuinely humble person. 
One of their most famous songs from that album is Sulat, where Raymond sings about a girl he's in love with. It's also the kind of song you might hear kids strumming on a street corner on a nice day. And idiots had acoustic romantic songs like Sulat, but they also had heavier songs, like this one, Naked It is about leaving the bad things that have happened behind you, embracing the future. Did he ever release any explicitly political songs? No, but he cared a lot. And that came out in February after the coup. More about what happened after the break. This is a really simple podcast ad. So producing and reporting stories does take a lot of time and money. So if you care about and want to support nuanced storytelling and reporting on Asia, you can do that by going to notthecatpodcast.com slash support. And over the next month, we are going to be donating part of our proceeds to local journalists inside Myanmar. So not only will you be supporting our work, but also local journalists at a time when it has become incredibly dangerous to report the news. So notthecatpodcast.com slash support. Now. Back to the show. In February, when the military seized power and the country erupted in protest, Raymond was out front in Yangon. First as a private citizen and then also with the band in that video. When the military started openly attacking, hunting people down with snipers, and protests became more like street battles, Raymond was still out front in Yangon. In April, the military started putting out these long daily lists, arrest warrants. First for celebrities, then added journalists, activists, doctors, and Raymond was on that very first list. He escaped and went into the jungle near Thailand. Wait. Isn't that one of the places where people are training to fight in support of Myanmar's underground civilian government? Yes. So was he also training to fight? I think you can justifiably guess that. I mean, the military often takes revenge on family members. So I think it's probably not safe for anyone to say anything publicly beyond that. Got it. In June, word started to spread that Raymond had died in the jungle from malaria. Ugh. It turns out he had gotten sick and couldn't safely get to a hospital because of the arrest warrant and where he was. So he died. And from gastrointestinal bleeding. You know, his death was not in international news at the time, but on Burmese social media, there was this huge outpouring of emotion. And it was especially fierce from young people and musicians. 
and people were just really angry. If he had been able to safely get healthcare, he would be alive. Not to mention that since his death, outrage over healthcare has exploded in the country. You know, as the military started arresting doctors treating COVID, restricting access to oxygen. It's, it's kind of wild that healthcare could be weaponized like that. Yeah. Raymond was this rock star, and his story is unique. But in some ways, his story is also a lot of people's story right now. Because right now, so many people, especially young people, have made this really hard decision to get involved in this fight in, in all different ways. You know, because they feel like their future was taken from them. There's this interview Raymond did with the Celebrity News Channel a couple years ago, where he talks about possibly getting married, but says, ultimately, life and fate are unpredictable. And he says, Even though we're talking about my future, I could die at any moment. Raymond was born in 1988. The year large protests were followed by a crackdown and an election. And when the military lost in the New Democracy Party, led by Aung San Suu Kyi, the military overthrew the government. One person who participated in those 88 protests recently said to me, it's kind of like Raymond was born the year the revolution was started. And lost his life trying to finish it. After he died, the band was cleaning his house and they found this crumpled piece of paper where he had written lyrics for an English language side project. Here, Jackie, this is the first verse. Okay. Hello and goodbye, fear. You've infected me for years. Well... I won't be giving up, so you better give it up. Hello and goodbye, fear. The Idiot's latest album was almost done when Raymond died. The band is going to release it posthumously. All the songs you heard in today's episode were songs from the Myanmar rock band, Idiots, except one from the Myanmar hip-hop artist, Jamie. You can find photos of Raymond and the rest of the band on our website, as well as a transcript of today's episode at notthecatpodcast.com. Not the Cat is produced by Naomi Gingold and Jackie An Yang. Today's story was edited by Tom Cole. Special thank you to Marco Warman, Sylvia Gross, and so many others that we can't 
cannot name. Stay safe. If you enjoy the reporting on our show and want to see more of it, please consider supporting our work. Go to notthecatpodcast.com backslash support. And if you have a story you'd like to tell, you can always pitch us at hello at notthecatpodcast.com. We feature work from reporters, writers, comedians, storytellers of all kinds from across the region. Our theme song is by Breakmaster Cylinder. Our logo was designed by Angela Perone. Sound design by Naomi Gingold. Final mix and mastering on today's episode by Inagane Ajueshi. 